podcast is part of the Pod Syndicate family. For more criminally compelling shows, articles, and conversations, head to wearepodsyndicate.com. Good morning, good evening, and welcome, people, to episode 340 of Film Bastards. I am one of your quarantine co-hosts, Mark Foster, and as ever, I am joined by... And I'm also joined by... Let's find out if I shit blood during this week's episode, Ian Loring. <laughs> Maybe don't do that. Um, so, yeah, this is, this is our first lockdown episode. Lockdown. Yes, um... Yeah, so we, we're in lockdown. Um, so, but we're, we're dealing with it well, aren't we? Because um, what we're doing is we're just watching anything we can. Yeah. <laughs> cinemas are closed, but still, we're, we're still looking at going, well, cinemas might be closed, but we've got a Netflix film, an Apple film, uh, where doing all of our clearing up of the Patreon uh, movies that were still um, requesting reviews. So we've got our first one of those. And uh, we're also doing, for the time being, we're going to do whatever the uh, iTunes rental of the week is. And this week, it is Arnold Schwarzenegger's Eraser. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so we, we literally, that lit- we are in the lap of the gods for that, because it, it literally is whatever is out there. What, what even is next week's, Ian? Next week, <laughs> it's the mighty Troy that's it. It is Troy next week. Oh God! <laughs> Can't wait. Can't so, yeah. wait. I, 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 I actually, I'm, I think I've seen Troy. I think I have. I'm not sure. I, th- I think we watched it on DVD on holiday once. Is Troy the one with with um, Colin Farrell with a bad? No, that's Alexander. Oh. That's like, yeah. No, it's um Brad Brad Pitt. And who's Helen of Troy? Is it Diane Kruger? Diane Kruger, yeah. Yeah, and I think Rose Burns in it as well, in a fairly early role as well. So, um, it, 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 I, I kind of vaguely remember it being kind of fun. 
Well, that's what he can ask for in these that, that uh, is lockdown it, yeah. times, in, in isn't the, it? In these heady times. Um, so Wonder Woman's been put back. Yeah, I just read office. that. Everything. That will now... Wonder Woman will now be my birthday film. Comes out the day before my birthday, so... Um, uh might 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 see if donna and lots want want to come to that actually i think um i think lots would get a kick out of it That's so uh that actually yeah 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 um no, no. surely by august tenet tenet will happen what is it tenet will get pushed back till september um what other big news we've got so disney plus launched today <laughs> good timing disney today plus. yeah Literally today, um, their fucking marketing department—they know what they're doing, don't they? Yes, they. Are you suggesting that Disney? I'm saying if there was a company out there that would, that would do yeah. this, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I am saying that Bob Iger created the coronavirus. <laughs> yeah. Let's face it: if there was a company out there, this one might be the one that do it. They'd build a list, let's just say. Yeah. yeah. Um, Ian, first impressions. Sorry, hang on. Becky, first impressions. Um, uh, there's, there's some stuff on there that I would like to kind of nostalgia watch. Um, hence why I watched High School Musical today and will watch some of the Disney movies going forward. It's not something that, unless the um, catalogue updates, that I will keep long term. Yeah, I, 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 I can I can understand that. It, it's I think it it very much is. I'd say if you've got younger children. Yeah. I'd say then it it, it it's a virtual. It's up there with with like Netflix or something like that mm. uh, because you've got all of the you got all the Marvel stuff and you've got all the Star Wars stuff, but you've also got all of the Disney, Disney stuff, stuff and the Pixar yeah. stuff. So there's there's an awful lot of content that is very um, sort of you've got ages sort of three to thirteen covered pretty much quite quite nicely. Um, also, I, thought, well, I think um, for five ninety nine a month, you've got all of that Marvel catalogue yeah. that is, that is yeah. there, plus yeah. the, the things that they're going to be releasing throughout this year, maybe, and things they're going to be releasing in the coming years. Um, so you've, you've also got that within there as well. So I think that that is, is a good thing to have. The Star Wars fans, apparently they're putting a lot of that stuff on there, uh, which is pretty cool. Um, I, I, was hoping, I, I was hoping for more catalogue um, yeah. titles, but I think that was maybe me um, misinterpreting what Disney Plus was. Yeah. Possibly. So I, th- I think I thought, oh, it's Disney putting all of their owned properties onto a, onto a streaming service. Yeah, yeah. So I thought we'd be getting a lot of the, the Fox stuff and stuff yeah. like that, but it isn't. It is literally, no, anything that is above a 12 a is not getting put on Disney Plus at yeah. all. Yeah. And so it's a little bit like, oh, okay, so it literally is just all the Disney movies. Yeah. All right, cool. Now I know what it is. That, that's what is it. But I was a little bit like, ah, oh, I thought we were getting yeah. getting this. Um, I would have liked that because it got it, it had a, a whole ream of other movies there. But it I has a, a, a different age appeal, doesn't it? Like at the moment, it's it, it's kids and nostalgia. Mm. There's only so long nostalgia can keep you going with that. 
But yeah, I think I think I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I think the the app seems a little like it maybe is going to need updating quite quickly. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, it's all over the place. The fucking app, isn't it? Yeah, the, the, you'll be scrolling down and then there'll be gaps where tiles should be, and you'll be like. Well, we're not supposed to be there, and then you'll scroll back up again, and then they'll, 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 someone will fill it, but it'll be something that's already there, and it'll start going over the place. Mm. And the alphabetical thing is literally set to, so if it says Disney's, it'll yeah, just be in the yeah, D's. Yeah. It's like, no, that don't work. No, that don't work. No, Jesus. Yeah. Ooh, Moana in 4K. I'm all over that. Yeah, the, the, that that's it. There's the stuff like that. It's a, it is. You know, I, the thing is. I hovered over buying Mighty Ducks the other week on iTunes because it was only four ninety nine. Well, it's on there, and that's five ninety nine for the month and all of it. So okay. there is that. I'll watch The Mandalorian and I'll watch the fucking adventures of the gummy bears and stuff with you, um, and a few classic Disney movies. But then pop you mean past- like you like Rookie of the Year. No, more like Robin Hood and the Sword and the Stone and stuff like that. So you don't watch Rookie of the Year? No, no, I don't. Rookie of the Year is a good movie. Good, thanks. It it, it looks like <laughs> they're putting their stuff... Oh, sorry, Bex. No, go on, go on. Um, it, it, it looks like they're putting their stuff on there fairly quickly as well. I mean, not Frozen 2 not being on there when they made such a fucking song and dance about it being on the US one uh, is a shame. Um, but you know, I mean, they've got the Lion King remakes on there, Aladdin's on there. Um, you know, and, and it, it feels like they didn't come out that long ago, even though I suppose it has been nearly a year. Um, but Frozen 2's due on there in July, that comes out on 4K over here next week. So if we're looking at about a three, four month lead time between physical release and disney plus release that kind of feels all right it's like you can you can wait that three four months and then you can watch the fucker you know and um it it, it, it's good as well it looks like they've got um quite a few extras on the um on the films um just looking at iron man 3 and there's a bunch of deleted scenes there um i mean yeah i mean it looks like a pretty fully featured um service and just the amount of 4K content they've got on there, of like the the newer stuff, is is pretty great. Because uh, um, you know they've they've never let um, iTunes have um, Disney 4K content, and now it's just like, well, you don't really ever need to buy a Disney title on iTunes again. Just wait, like hold out a few months, it'll be on Disney Plus. Um, it's it, it's a bit of a fucking bargain, really, eh? Yeah, five ninety nine it is for sure. I, th- I, th- I think it is if you've got um, if you've got kids, it's it's a no-brainer. It's really good. Yes, there is ten things I hate about you, but that's like the one grown-up film on there. Adventures in Babysitting. That's not a grown-up film. I'm pretty sure there's some language in that. <laughs> yeah, there's. It's one of those things where it would be interesting to see what more they add the more it goes on. Mm. That'll be the interesting bit. If it stays as is and they just add new releases of other kid films, though, it's not 
something that I'm particularly super interested in keeping. Have the original DuckTales movie? Wow! Original DuckTales movie Treasure of the Lost Lamp is on there. <laughs> so, I, but, I mean, like, like it's like the original programming will kind of um, will kind of keep them going though. Um, you know, like once the Marvel stuff really um, really gets kicking. Um, you know, you got Mandalorian season two is is due out in October. Obviously, we'll see how that goes. Um, you know, the the Marvel shows are supposed to start this year. You you do wonder if um, delays are going to cause like on uh, the theatrical releases are going to cause some shit there. Um, but then again, it's like, does Black Widow now come out in July and uh, Eternal still come out in November? And then that doesn't really have to affect anything. Um, it, yeah, I don't know. I, it just, I, 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 I went for the fifty quid for the year um, offer that they um, that they did. Um, and if if you if you're saying that basically it's costing me four pound a month to have access to all like pretty much all the Marvel films, all the um, like Star Wars, Disney original stuff for like four pound a month, why the fuck not? You know, um, I get I get your point, though, Bex. It's a shame that like literally no 15 or 18 content will be on there. It, I mean, like the new mutants, it'll be really interesting to see if that comes on there, because it's like that will probably be a 12A, but it seems a bit horror-y. Um, but then it's like with the, um, the X-Men films, I noticed that all the X-Men films are on there apart from Logan. Mm. It literally is like like it's got a, a filter where anything above a twelve A is is just not happening. It's just not yeah. going on it, um, which you know it, it, is a is a fair enough. But it's kind of a little bit like you kind of start to think, why'd you buy Fox? Yeah, if you're just gonna bury it all and not put it on your streaming service, yeah. Seems a little strange. But you never know. They might. It, it might be. Look, let's soft launch and then go full tilt later on, or something. Or they might. They might. You know, Disney might be working on something in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, 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 there's a decent amount on this. I'm just looking. I'm just kind of scrolling through. But in stuff like you've got Sister Act, I'll happily we watch Sister Act at some point. Uh, uh, what else? We got? Yeah, there's, there's there's a lot on there. That uh, we kind the of National attack. Treasure movies are on there. Yeah, Three Men and a Baby, a much underrated movie, and then a sequel, <laughs> which is the sequel. Uh, Turner and Hooch. Turner and Hooch is on there. White Fang. Um. Yeah, so old, the, old Yell is on there. Yeah. I saw earlier. There's enough easily to keep me entertained. Uh few documentaries as well on there that's quite look quite interesting with the um national geographic thing that's on there as well uh right there isn't any trailers because nothing's cause, coming yeah, out yeah nothing's coming out um so should we jump straight into a movie so what's your plan mr gary how would you like to buy a bank? What the hell do we know about banking? Owning a bank is like owning the other side of the real estate business. There's a few complexities you just left out. Like what? Oh, I'm sorry. Did I not wake up black this morning? Because I'm pretty sure I did. Yep, still black. I got my head full of dreams. I came here to try my hand at real estate. <laughs> you matter, a millionaire unit? <laughs> 
I like seeing black men succeed. Sometimes I even invest some of my own money to back them. I know you're smart and ambitious. You and I both know that's not enough. Right, The Banker, which is the first Apple movie. Can we, can we call it an Apple movie? An Apple TV movie? Yeah. I don't that, but I like the Apple TV movie because it Apple sounds movie. like Apple movie. Can we call it yeah, an Apple movie? Apple, yeah. Apple movie yeah. It's the first Apple movie we've reviewed. Is it the first Apple movie released? Um, like the narrative film, yes. Yeah, I thought it was. Yeah. Um, directed by um George uh, Nolfi uh, and starring uh, Anthony Mackie, Nicholas Holt, Neil Long, uh, and Samuel L. of the Jackson. Uh, it is the true story um, of Joe Morris uh, and Bernard Garrett. Uh, Bernard Garrett, played by Anthony Mackie, is a child prodigy, we'll say, a uh, mathematical child prodigy, uh, who happens to be growing up in 30s Texas and happens to be black. So the child Not protege uh, yeah, element of it is, is kind of... I think the, the movie actually says, literally, you were born with the wrong brain for the wrong colour. Uh, within it um, however he still sound, manages to make uh, a bit of bank uh, and then chooses to invest it in realty in uh, LA uh, and then decides to become a, a, a banker along the way we'll get into more of what goes on there um, along with his partner played by Samuel L. Jackson uh, Ian what do you think of the banker? Um <laughs> Just the like the epitome of like a a, a free star film, I think, or maybe like free bordering on three and a half. I will say that if Samuel L. Jackson was not in this film, I would not have enjoyed it nearly as much. Um, Anthony Mackie is like it's kind of like the most boring Anthony Mackie has ever been. Um, very. It's like he doesn't know how to play a boring person. So it's just, I will make zero effort whatsoever. Um, but Samuel L. Jackson is fun. Um, he obviously like, like he obviously must have loved the amount of golf there is in the film. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I was into it um, at first. Um, but, you know, the whole kind of like the, sticking it to the man kind of thing I, I i i really liked but as it went on and it goes with on this like nicholas holt being getting bigger than his boots and fucking everything up stuff uh i i became dis more disengaged and by the end of it it was just like that was that was okay uh that was a straight down the the the, the middle of the road okay film it feels like what you know, all, all this talk about um, Tim Cook getting involved personally in Apple original productions to make sure that they are like fit for the whole family, uh, that that kind of thing, like in a film where it is completely inoffensive. It's a little bland, but it's an all right way to spend a couple of hours. Um I, yeah, I mean, I'm intrigued to see what you, what, what you guys made of this one, to be honest. Um, like, whether I'm I'm damning it with faint praise or not. But yeah, it was fine. What do you think of the banker, Becky? I, I really enjoyed it up to a point, but it seemed to really go off a cliff. Um, yeah. It, 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 was, it was really interesting and really engaging, and then it just kind of stopped doing 
any of that and just became kind of bland for about the, the, the what you guys would call the final third was just kind of dull and slow paced and when you're watching a film obviously and you, you you're interested in it and then the, the the last bit goes just off a cliff it's just it, it's completely you just completely disengage with it don't you, you just don't you get to the point where it gets to the end and it gets to the climax and you're just like yeah, cool. Uh, I haven't cared for the last yet. half hour, so whatever. Yeah, so, so, so no matter what kind of impact it's, it, it, it's trying to have or it wants to have, isn't going to have it because it, it's lost your interest. Yeah, exactly. So like yeah. that that final bit where they come out of prison, it's like, oh yeah, let's go to Barbados. It's like I I haven't cared about anything that you've been doing for the last like, half hour. So have fun. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think I'm probably more down on it than you two. Okay. Down like down. Yeah. Um it's um like you said there, Ian, uh, if if Samuel L. Jackson isn't I, I originally had this on um letterbox as a two and a half. I have upped it to a three, mm. but I'm a lot closer to a two and a half than I would be at a three and a half, if you get what I mean. It, it's a, sure. it's a, if if we're saying it's a C, it, for me it's a C minus. <laughs> Um, Samuel Jackson is easily the best thing in it, uh, and and I really like Nicholas Holt as, as an actor. And I think he's perfectly fine in this. Um, I can get a whole hell of a lot to do. It doesn't. It doesn't get a lot to do, but what he does um, add to do, I think he does all right with it. Yeah. I think a lot of that is, I actually don't think it's a well-made movie mm. um, in terms of put together and bits like that. The Oh, a key thing that kept on taking me massively out of it, Becky. Was what it was it? Was it? It was wardrobe. Yeah, it was wardrobe because the wardrobe in this was fucking awful. And I don't mean the stylistic choice. I mean the physical actually of being able to dress people and being able to make things that fit people was appalling. Anthony Mackie's <laughs> trousers were either way too short for him, oh, way, way too, too long. long for him. Or way too wide. It was it was literally like every day he sent a different brother that he might have. Um who was like, it's like, oh, I can't want to go. Just send someone else to go and just say it's me. So send Brian Mackey. Yeah. Fine. Send Brian Mackey. Uh, send Ted Mackey. And then just all these he just <laughs> sent all the various various members of his family to go. It was it, really distracting. It was really distracting. And then there was a point where Samuel Jackson was wearing a cardigan where literally the buttons were struggling Jakey, to stay on. Yeah, yeah. And it, it was it was just bad. Yeah. I think the only person who turned up to their wardrobe meeting was Colmini. And that's probably because he was just, just yeah, no, let's do that there. <laughs> he was like, I've got Marvel shit to do today. Marvel shit. I ain't got this. I've got a Vanity Fair fucking photo shoot to do. All of it. Were you in it, Colm? No. Then you can fucking go and get fitted. It, it put me off. Like, really badly. And when yeah. something as small as that is putting you off, it means you're not paying attention. Um, or you're paying too much attention. It was... I was very interested in the story. Yeah. But the film didn't seem to be interested in the story. No. At all. The film seemed to be more interested in... The idea of the story. The film seems to be more interested in getting to the point where 
Nicholas Holt's character pulls them over. And then but, that bit, but, then any of the rest of it. Right, and that's fair enough. But I'm not even sure he does fuck him over. He fucks up. Yeah. He fucks up. But we seem to... It, it, the thing is, it, it, if you're if you're telling a true life story, there's various ways you can go around it. You can do the social network thing where you print the print the legend or the myth because it's more interesting than the truth, yeah, and yeah. do it that way and do the the whole the Rashomon theory of look, this isn't the truth. This is everyone's different story put together to yeah. create what might have happened. So you either do that, you slavishly tell the story exactly as it is, which will often lead to your film being boring, mm. or you do the most soft ass Wikipedia read of the story, which this seemed to, to do. Mm. Um, the thing is, as well, I think it... I don't think... Um, Anthony Mackie's character is is fleshed out enough. No, it, it, it's just he's good with numbers, but then but then there's points where he gets to be charismatic, and you think, oh, here we go. But it's the little flashes. Do you think that's maybe Anthony Mackie though? But he, he, Anthony Mackie can be very charismatic. I think it, he can only be charismatic when he when he when he, when he has to be charismatic. He's fucking he's miscast fucking... here. He, he's miscast, terribly miscast here. Um, but then. Samuel Jackson, who is just a fucking tour of force. Yeah, he's a charisma machine, and he gets to be that in here. Him laughing at, at Nicholas Hall every time he misses a golf shot is is yeah. is actually kind of you're almost thinking, right? That's two parts Sam Jackson, one part this character. But yeah. I think if you're looking at charisma wise, you've got Nicholas Holt, who is a really relatively unknown. English actor that he's still trying to make a name in Hollywood. No, he, no, he, he isn't. He is a he, he's an actor that, that doesn't want to make a name for himself in Hollywood at all. Mm. He's happy being in the background. If he wanted to, I reckon he could quite easily plump for leading roles and things, but he clearly doesn't want to. He's very happy being a character actor. Yeah, but what I'm saying, charisma-wise, is you've got you've got Nicholas Holt in that position. You've got Anthony Mackie who has. Been what is it, Falcon? Yeah, I yeah. think so. In, I always in forget. loads of the Marvel movies, so theoretically, it should be a much more proven box office actor. And Nicholas Holt blows him off the screen in any scene that they're but, in. But again, I, I think Nicholas Holt uh, in the past few years is literally making a, a habit of being in things as a supporting character. And being easily the best thing in it. Take, for instance, um, the favourite, a, a movie that, 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 that I that I enjoyed more than I thought I was going to. But Nicholas Holt is the best thing in mm. in, in, mm. in that movie. It, it, it's the best thing in a movie that has a lot of very good performances as yeah. well. Might add, it, it's yeah. not that everyone else is crap or anything like that. But it's just he's really good in it. Um, yeah. For that, uh, and also. I, I, an actress that I have had problems with literally for 30 years now. Just because you don't like Lisa in... It's not that I just don't like Lisa Prince. in Fresh Prince. It's just... It, when it's when it's Lisa in Fresh Prince, when it's her character in Friday, when it's her character in Made in America, and her character in every film she's ever in comes across as being a smug twat 
you start to think maybe Nia Long's a smug twat. <laughs> She always looks like she's just smelt shit just really recently. She always looks like 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 whenever she's talking, like she's looking around at everyone in the room and thinking, I don't like any of these people because I'm near law. <laughs> and it, it, it's kind of that. It, it, and then you look at it and go, I mean, her career hasn't exactly been that gangbusters, has yeah. it? Let's be honest. So maybe she is just a dick. Maybe she's lovely. Maybe she is. But she doesn't come across it in any of her performances. She always comes across as a dick. Like, but I did where like she's her. Supposedly the supportive wife. But she's still a bit of a dick. There was two moments where I did like her. You know. Uh, there's a moment where um, she chews out her uncle. Yeah. At the start. Yeah. And there's a moment where she literally just absolutely fucking cuts um, her husband in half. <laughs> just with the, when he says that he won't wear the hat and he's having to do this, and she goes. Oh great, but it's all right for me to go around in this uniform. Mm. And he's like, uh uh. <laughs> it's like, well played. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it's it's an odd one. It, it should also, be a better film than it. I also to, to, to Bex after it finished, we you got something like that, you're going, right, all of them were too nice. Yeah. And it's like, no, you I'm sorry. Bio, so, uh, yeah. I'm sorry. These guys will have these guys, no matter how nice they are, no matter how principled they are, and no matter how much I actually agree with what the film says that they're doing, um, they will have fucked, they people, will have fucked people over. Yeah. You don't get to that point. No, you don't get to you don't, you don't you no matter how principled you are, you don't get that rich without fucking people up. But also I don't think they made enough of a point of that. Of that they of how rich they, they were, literally yeah. for what the rights and wrongs of it. But for people that were hampered by literally the colour of their skin, mm. um, how successful they got, it should have made more of that. Actually, the more you talk about it, the more that your earlier point actually feels right. It feels like a film of their Wiki- Wikipedia page rather mm. than a film of their actual life. It, it's such a skim over kind of story it, it, of it. It just seems like they could have made more and gone, no, look, yeah. look, look. Look, look what a difference they made. Look what a difference they made. Mm. Rather than right, it literally, it went from being, oh, they gave a load of African Americans loans that couldn't previously get loans, and then they got caught. It's like what, a week later they got caught. <laughs> a week. Yeah. It it just seems to happen that quick. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't give enough chance for the movie to show what a difference they actually made. Yeah, it, it just it just Apple TV seems to have come out with a bit of a whimper rather than a bang. Yeah, yeah. No, they, they, they I mean, they, they done they fucked up. up. It, it's, it's a little a bit little of hubris of a tech company thinking that they yeah. can make entertainment Entertain. just because they're Apple. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It, 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 uh, sorry, I'm getting a fair bit of um, feedback. Oh. All right now? Hello? Hello? Yeah, yeah no, that's it's still pretty rough. That's weird. Okay. Okay. Um, mm. I don't, I don't, it, it, I don't know. It might be good if I'm kind of like on one. It might be good to maybe mute your mic. Okay. Two seconds. 
Um, yeah. How was that? Okay. So I just muted the mic a second ago. <laughs> and, then, and then I muted the mic and asked, how was that? <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it's kind of... Yeah, okay, it's not there now. Um, yeah, it, it, it's just it feels that Apple... Uh, you know, just a little bit Charlie Big Bananas going in there, going, we're going to make all this stuff. Our service is going to be great. And they've gotten to a point where they launched their service and they realize no one's going to pay for it. So there's a free trial for a year. And you look at content like The Banker and it's like, would I pay $4.99 a month for the opportunity to watch something like The Banker? No, they they need to have better content. Um I mean, like I know some of their shows have got good reviews. Um, a, a lot of people are, are, were fans of the morning show, but hey, that's TV. I don't care. Um, and you know, it, it, they've got a partnership with A24, which I think will be promising. And uh, Sophia Coppola's new film with Bill Murray on the rocks is an Apple and A24 co-production. So you know, there's there's definitely hope, but it's just the fact that the banker is such a fucking middling experience that it doesn't start you off on the right foot does it no it, it, like you say, it, 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 it seems to be it, it seems to be like apple have gone right let's launch a streaming service all right what we're going to put on it just our own stuff what have we got like these five or six things like, right, that's not enough <laughs> yeah. you know you'd think they'd have gone let's get licensing for, for something for a load of something somebody's something anybody's something it would have made sense for that, yeah. but it just it, it it seems like something that they might just give up on in a couple of years' time. They just push it out there with no kind of real thought or. Well, it's like you were just saying they? there. If you're going to have a streaming service, granted, what is it normally supposed to be four ninety nine a month? If you're not, what is it? I, I think I think, it, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. If it's that and it's four ninety nine a month, if you were paying for it. You, you, there's nothing really. What five or six TV series, and a couple of documentaries and a movie. It's like, really, really. Disney launched with that for five ninety nine a month, and you launch with that. They need to buy a movie studio. I think yeah. that's what's gonna. That's what's gonna happen. Like Apple will end up buying. Paramount, say yeah. Paramount or MGM, and, something like that. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, and then you know they release stuff in cinemas, and then instead of the stuff being on iTunes to buy, watch it only on Apple TV Plus. Yeah, buy MGM, get all bonds. Could you imagine? Could yeah. you fucking imagine if they were like the exclusive home of Bond? Like yeah. that, that would be a big deal. It would. Yeah, it would, yeah. Because if you, if you had that and you had MGM, can you imagine if Bond stopped using Sony everything and just started using Apple everything? Mm. Yeah, quite. Um, can, but, oh. but, but, can, but can you imagine the shitstorm when fucking Bond rolls out wearing an Apple Watch? <laughs> I mean, it, it can't be Bond, as bad Bond, as... Bond's fucking running around tracking his fucking steps. But Bond <laughs> would be wearing an Apple Watch. He wouldn't be wearing a fucking Sony smartwatch, would he? No, uh, but what's it? In um, real life. Henry, what's his name? The guy who is now favourite to get Bond. Cavill? Oh. No, not Henry Cavill. Um, the one oh, from Gen- Gentleman and What's It. 
Oh, Henry Gold. Oh, Henry Golding, yes. yes. Henry Golding is there as Bond and does all his bits and then just goes, he's like, doing like they turn around to shoot the thing and then looks at it and just goes, oh, wait a minute. I'll complete my ring. Wait, wait, yes. Everybody, close down my rings today. Look at that, close down my rings. See that? But the thing is, what will It'd be it'd be trying to talk to M, and then his fucking Apple Watch will accidentally activate Siri. It's like <laughs> I'm sorry, I did not understand that question. It, it's like the amount, just the amount of fucking like with this working on home uh, at home, the amount of conference calls I have been on this week when fucking Siri has decided to ship in. <laughs> yep, well, it happens at work with me all the time. It, it constantly goes. But can you imagine that? Them turning around and going how. How did they know where we were? And Henry Gold is there going, oh, shit, have I left the cut? Ah, uh, yeah, my bad. Location settings are still on. My bad, that one. Shit. <laughs> yeah, my bad. I, 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 I've accidentally turned on find your iPhone. But hey, <laughs> look how precise it is. Yeah, look, it li- they literally know where here. Where My password should not be Bond 007, should it? Yeah. It is a capital B. Oh, oh, but hey, they've suggested a strong password for me to use with iCloud Keychain. (laughs) I think the fact that we're getting so off track talking about the banker suggests that neither of us, none of us are huge fans. I'm touching cloth on it. It's the the mildest of definitely not shits because of Samuel L. Jackson. Where are you, Bex? Which which one of our classifications would be most closely linked to meth? Touching cloth. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Well, our our, our audience poll was definitely not shit fifty percent and touching cloth fifty percent. Yeah. Are you a craft beer junkie? Do you eagerly anticipate the freshest IPA release from your local craft brewer? Do you check in every beer you've ever had on Untapped? Do you know the difference between a Belgian triple and a Berliner Weisse? Then do we have a podcast for you. What's Untapped podcast gives you beer reviews, interviews with brewers, behind the scenes access to beer festivals, games, and more. Whether you're a craft beer junkie or new to the world of craft brewing, What's Untapped podcast is something for you. Check us out online, iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, and now we are podsyndicate.com. And as always... Keep drinking, you dum-dums. The Mulberry Boys, every Friday night. On the show, you better know they keep it tight. ETL is back and the J-Strom's in the zone. Introduce the co-host, he doesn't do it alone. PCZ is about to hold court. You know he's on the headset, you can hear him snort. Pop culture movies, TV shows and games. Rotten Tomatoes reviews news and Blu-rays. Foggy don't play around, he will bust a drop fast. Welcome to the Entertainment Landfill Podcast. The Jason and Steven Show. It's the Jason and Steven Show. What? The Jason and Steven Show. It's the Jason and Steven Show.
light. The police salute. We are the guardians of law and order in our time. His voice is the law. He is a citizen above suspicion. citizen above suspicion commits murder. How are you going to kill me this time? I'm going to cut your throat. I left my fingerprints, left all, my over fingerprints all over the apartment. Not to sidetrack the investigation. 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 But to prove. But to prove. But to prove. But to prove that I am above suspicion! If I kill that whore, what would happen to me? You would have the investigation. How brave you are. You want me to question you? Well, then talk. Talk. You can commit any crime you want. They'd never catch you. <laughs> we move on to now shall we move on to jordan mcgrath's patreon pick <laughs> uh, investigation of a citizen above suspicion uh directed by elo uh, petri uh, and starring people some people italian people try and say the names now um uh, maria uh, volante and florinda uh, balkan is your thing like if I say them fast enough, it'll be okay? Yes. Okay. It worked. Fucking styled that out like a motherfucker. Uh, so what's it about? Um, Gianni uh, Maria Votoni, uh, which is a completely <laughs> different name to what I just said a second ago, <laughs> plays police inspector. He doesn't have another name, I don't think. He thinks he should just call inspector. Um, so at the start of the movie, he kills his mistress. Uh, and then seems to plant a load of clues around. He then becomes the investigator of said murder, 
uh, and starts trying to frame other people and then exonerating them. Then he gets promoted, doesn't he? He gets promoted, I think, before he commits the what, is it? Yeah. Um, And then seems to exonerate those people uh, and then starts pointing all of the fingers at himself. uh, And then it all goes American Psycho at the end. Um, So, Ian, no, Becky first. I don't want to talk about Becky, what do you think (laughs) of investigation of a citizen above suspicion? It was a bunch of bullshit, and I don't want to talk about it because it doesn't make any sense. I, I, I just can't get my head around the fact that it exists, those things. So, no. <laughs> Ian, what do you think to investigation of a citizen above suspicion? Sorry, right, I fucking loved it. <laughs> um, but in the most what the fuck's going to happen now, kind of way. Um, like, I d- it immediately set me on edge how the opening titles had no music. And automatically, I'm like, there's something not quite right here. And I didn't know anything about this film. Anything about it. I purposely did not read a fucking thing. It's like, oh, music by Ennio Morricone, great. And it starts up, and it's like, yep, that's an Ennio Morricone 70s score, if ever there was one. Um, and it, it's it, it's going along. He kills that woman, and it's like, he's being a bit fucking sloppy about all this shit, isn't he? That's weird. Oh, shit, he's a copper. All right. Oh, shit, he's investigating it. Right, why is he doing that? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, he's trying to, he's trying to like, set things up. No. Okay, now... What? And now he's talking to himself into a tape recorder about how he's the killer. But now he's having a monologue about how the left wing are fucking idiots and fascism all the way. And it, by the end, I love that you have no fucking idea how much of that film was even real. (laughs) Like, and I don't care. Because it it's just it's entertaining, it's fucking batshit. Um, it feels like it's got stuff to say, but it also feels like it's the rantings of a madman, and I'm here for all of it. Loved it. Well done, Jordan. Cool. Right. It's the most 70s of Italian movies ever made. It's the most Italian of Italian It is the most Italian-Italian movie ever made. Um, it's Why got... did he pinch everyone's cheek? Because it's Italian, Becky. Mm. So it's got one of... Honestly, one of my favourite movie scores I have heard in the past few years. Yeah, I absolutely good. love the score. Yeah, the score was like you say, Ian, its it, 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 it story is just batshit and all over the place. Um, I love the fact that it is that you aren't like you're, you're not sure if it is literally fascism satire or if it is actually in favour of fascism, which again is such a seventies Italian thing <laughs> that is magnificent about that. Um, it, it is, but that. Italy in the 70s, you know, watch 1900, for instance, 
Um, and that's a five-hour movie where you finish it and go, hang on a minute. Was that telling me that fascism is right? <laughs> We've got the 300-year-old, 300-year-long cut. Of We've got the full, the, the yeah. full, full cut, yeah. Um, the accidentally printed one as well, the one that got accidentally printed with the extra 10 minutes of it before they went, ooh, could we recall that? No. Could, could we take out that one scene of the boy getting his brains bashed out? Nope. Nope. Too late now. <laughs> um, it also, it's got a um, a scantily clad, crazy Italian woman in it for, for often, whenever she's on screen, which I'm watching and going, well, this is just magnificent. Um, I, I love the fact that from the start of the movie, you're thinking, yeah, but he's not really killed her, has it? Because she has a line of dialogue which saying, how are you going to murder me today then? And I'm thinking, oh, he's not really killed, he's not really killed that. When he leaves, she's going to get up and say, see you tomorrow or something like that. And then he's like, oh, no, wait, he has killed her this time. He has killed her for real this time. Okay, where's this going? Um, and then it just keeps going in weirder and weirder directions. I, I loved it. It was fantastic. It's My, proper I... batshit Euro cinema, 70s Euro cinema. I think my favourite moment was like, why did you do it? What was the motive? She made fun of me! And then he starts fucking storming about. Yeah, and it, 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 it's that. <laughs> Even to the point of where he's trying to confess and then just disagreeing with him. And it, 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 oh, see, yeah. it, 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 it all boils down to the fact that the lead investigator, now it's not him because he's under suspicion, is a guy who he's literally said to about 15, 20 minutes before, gone, I don't like you because you're just a bureaucrat. And then it ends up being the bureaucracy of it all that ends up being the reason why they don't believe him. Because his confession isn't enough, because he can't prove it. I mean, uh, I mean, like, it, it, there's some fucking funny, and I think intentionally so, funny shit going on in this. Like, there's that scene relatively early on where that guy's taking him through all the fingerprints they found. There's this one, and it's like, I remember handing you that drink, of course, and there's this uh, there's this on the door, and I remember that you were very stressed, and blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, the evidence is so overwhelming that he just passes out. <laughs> yeah. It's incredible. I mean, it, it's it's incredible. Just this, like, obviously there's a Kafka quote at the end, but just like this fucking Kafka-esque nightmare of for fuck's sake, I am the killer. How obvious do I need to make this? But then it's like these weird moments where he decides he's going to try and make it difficult and then immediately changes his mind. Like, the whole subplot with that poor fucker who he gets to buy all those ties. <laughs> yeah. And then just by, by the end, it just seems like he's broken. It's like... It, no, it wasn't you. It wasn't you. It, it, it couldn't have been you. And it, it like, it, it, uh, I mean, so, Bex, were you just watching this in a constant state of what the fuck am I watching? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Just what, what is it trying to get at? Like, I, I, I can watch weird shit. Mm. But this for me was just, it was pointless weird shit. <laughs> It, 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 it was just, and the dialogue was so bad. Like, not not dialogue, sorry, the, the scripting was so bad that it was just like, people would say stuff and you'd be like, 
what? No. <laughs> Fuck off. It, it made me angry. It, honestly, I got to the end of it and I was like, Mark, what are we doing now? He's like, oh, I don't know. What do you want to do? You go for a nap. I'm going to watch High School fucking musical because at least that'll make sense. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's Please go away from me right now. It's quite interesting that there is Kafka thing at the end. And, and even though you were mentioning it, 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 it has this Kafka esque kind of throw around nature towards it, bits of it. Uh, it did actually remind me of. Have you ever seen the Orson Welles movie, The Trial? No, but I know. Yeah, no, I, I think I know what you're referring to. Yeah, I mean, that's the uh, Andy Perkins uh, movie, uh, The Trial. Uh, that's actually, a, it's based on The Trial by Kafka. Um, and it, this has elements of, of that to it, for certain. Yeah, the Trial's more bizarre um, than, than, than that is, for sure. And it's more, I wouldn't go as far as to say sort of surrealist, but it, it, it's virgin on sort of surrealism at, at, at points. I mean, in the, in the Trial, there's a bit where he... he essentially Andy Bergs plays a character who is put on trial for something but he doesn't actually know what he's on trial for mm. um, throughout the lot of it and it, his lawyer it turns out is actually the one who's, try, who's also going to be prosecuting him and he doesn't know what he's on trial for or what he's being prosecuted for as well um, but his lawyer is afraid of him so won't talk to him <laughs> and there's all that kind of the, that kind of madness that's there and it seems mm. to be this is kind of feeding off that, that element of madness and I like I say, I think it's maybe one of those. If it if it gets you, it, it's got you. If it doesn't, you end up being sat like what you were, Bex, where you're going. I just want it to end now. Yeah. Whereas me and Ian, would, I think we're the, the end of it going. This could continue for like another twenty five minutes, half an hour. I'd be fine. Honestly, I, I tried to rule myself asleep at points during it just to not have to watch the end of it. Well, I, I really liked it. So thank you, Jordan. <laughs> Cheers, Jordan. I, 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 I love the way, I don't know if the, the, the copy you guys watched uh, had this, but there's the thing at the start talking about how it's been like restored. Yeah. You know, I thought it was interesting that Columbia put this out. And it's like, I love that this film got that care and attention. What, this fucking film, which, you know, could just be some sleazy fucking bollocks Italian film made by insert Italian like horror thriller maker here but this seems to be like this is in the Venn diagram of Jordan McGrath of (laughs) Admiral Art House and really likes crazy sexy shit like like that is investigation of a citizen above suspicion where you can argue both counts equally. Um, it, 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 it is the Jordan McGrath film. Mm. I, I'm just looking at this on its Wikipedia page talking about unmade American remake. Oh, uh, starring Chris and I, I will just read out literally oh, all this shit. shit. Because this sounds like the film that I would have watched the shit out of this. So I'm just going to read it out what it has here. It says, the Canon Group had hoped to remake the original film with Andre um, Koneczkowski uh, of Runaway Train fame attached to direct. Paul Schrader was attached to write as he wrote both a story treatment and a screenplay. It was going to have either Al Pacino or Christopher Walken to star in the remake. 
originally kind of released an ad planning to shoot in October 1987 and have it premiere at Cannes 1988, although it never got made and it was shelved. It remained shelved until the 90s when it was resurrected by Jodie Foster's production company Egg Pictures. Sidney Lumiere was attached to direct, but the film never made it beyond pre-production. I haven't watched the shit out of that remake. Not uh, yeah, and not necessarily the Al Pacino one. I want the Christopher Walken. One. Yeah, obviously the Walken one. Yeah, the Pacino one would have been a little bit more. It, it well, it, I don't know if it was made late eighties, so that'd have been no, that'd have been like Sea of Love era when Pacino was just coming back from, you know, clean and sober. So we might have got the early machinations of, of crazy Pacino. Yeah. But then again, we'd have also got. Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken would have been great in that role, to be fair. Yeah. Oh, there's an awful lot that could happen there. Yeah, I, I, I really, really liked it. Yeah, def- uh, definitely not shit. Definitely not shit. We can only our feelings about Vex. Um, and next week, short bus. <laughs> fucking hell. What the fuck is that? Uh, next week, probably. Don't, don't read anything about it before yeah. going into it. Oh, just watch it. <laughs> stop, stop, stop. What is it? Short bus. I will. The 2006 movie. Yes. Um. Ian. Oh my god. Have you got any... <laughs> For fuck's sake. Ian. Why do you all hate me? Ian, have you got any? What we've been watching. Just to say, Perfect Sense is coming up, which is about an end of the world caused by a virus which makes people start losing their senses. And, you know, Corona has only started apparently making people lose their ability to fucking smell. So, uh, you know, hey, uh, Perfect Sense is a fucking great film and I'm really looking forward to talking about it. What else have I watched this week? yeah, man. Um, I rewatched Rocket Man. Uh, watched it with Donna. Um, Rocket Man is fucking great. I don't think I appreciated that enough first time round. I liked it. I don't remember liking it as much as I did with a few beers in me. Um, yeah, I, like Taron Edgerton's cracking. Um, it really. It fucking romps along as well. It's like it's two hours long, but it really like it doesn't like ever really stay still. Um, which I suppose kind of fits the like just the the, the mood of Elton John, and it, it's just it's such an interesting fucking different way of doing these things from fucking Bohemian Rhapsody. Um, yeah, I, I, I really, really, really fond of Rocket Man. Um, and it's caused Donna to play a lot of Elton John in the car, and I'm 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 not against that to be honest. Um, so yeah, yeah, Rocket Man. Um, an awful lot more Elton John since Rocket Man. Well, you have out. certainly, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I I liked it on first watch, and I really liked it on rewatch. You 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 very I much like. I can love it. Yeah. 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 Uh, what else have you been catching? But a uh, couple family films. Um, because like just we had a lot of playing it forward stuff like last week, so uh, I haven't I haven't got too much uh, this week. Obviously, playing it forward now available on the uh, Pod Syndicate bonus shows feed. Uh, really, really fucking good episode. I thought that was as well. Yeah, um, it's, yeah, some solid watches there and some solid chat with it. 
Yeah, I, I, I think George's a, a really great addition as well. So, uh, yeah. Um, and Bex one day. You know. Sorry? Film. What? I don't really suggest films for us to watch. It's literally the point of playing a film. No, no, no. Forget, forget All right. Yeah. Okay, well, fair enough then. Um, so, yeah, I watched a couple of family films. Um kind of dog orientated because that's where Lottie's mind is at the moment um funnily enough the, the, like Donna came up earlier on I had to mute my mic because she was like did you tweet BBC News asking them about whether you can collect dogs during coronavirus it's like what and someone had like basically asked BBC News next week they're due to pick up a dog is that still acceptable and Mark will know that's all my fucking mind has been about over the last little... And she honestly thought that I'd asked BBC News. Uh, Ian, I think it was you. <laughs> it, I promise you, I fucking promise you, it was not me. Unless some fucking random has picked up a tweet of mine. I, like, I have not asked BBC News directly. Donna sent me... Donna sent me a video, which I haven't watched yet, because obviously I've been recording. But let's just see. Like, because if it is someone on Twitter was asking about this, then maybe it was me. Um, hang on. I know it's a tangent. Um, it's only 36 seconds when it does load. Come on. I mean, Come on. Carry it. Oh, here we go. Um, picking up uh, a puppy uh, next weekend. Um, I think in the end, I think that's all that's not essential travel. I think it's kind of too heartbreaking not to go pick up a puppy or compassionate about You have to go and do that. But again, you need the breeder to leave the puppy outside. You then go up and pick it up. No interaction. Pretty washed down. Who's puppy going? Oh. Why not here? Is this? <laughs> I don't know if it would be the official government guidance. Yes, all puppy sales should go ahead, but it's another one not in that manual. We've got about four minutes left to get through about... So there you go. I did not fucking ask that question, but God damn, has that put my mind at rest. <laughs> so, can't pick up a puppy. You but it, can't have any contact with the humans in But it literally has to go full Catholic fucking adoption on it. Yeah. Box on the door set. <laughs> What I am planning on doing is taking it, carrying, thing, leaving it out there, knocking the door, walking away, having them take that in, put the dog in it, then push it back out. Yeah. Have you have you spoken to them about whether? So I after Johnson's thing last night, I WhatsApped the breeder saying, "Look, if you're not cool with it, it's fine, but I'm still okay to go ahead." Um. As as that guy just said, it's not necessary. Okay, fair enough. It's not essential in quote marks tra um, um, uh, traffic. But to be honest, if the if if the fines for um, uh, not uh, for flouting this shit are thirty pounds, as apparently they will be if like if if, if, if it's supposed to be if you're in a gathering and whatnot, but. I frankly, I will pay thirty pounds if it means that I can get Lottie that dog before I... this is all over. So hang on a minute, right? So let me just put bring up a point here. How can you, right? I could right now 
order a pizza to be delivered for instance. Yes, yeah. Right? That would come to my house, and they're doing it contactless, so you've already paid, and then they, they, they literally leave it on your doorstep, ring the bell or whatever, and then they go and you, you, you get your pizza and everything like that. Right? That's not essential. I don't right? think he's planning on eating the puppy. No, I don't think he is planning on eating the puppy yet. Um, but literally, if he goes with the carrying thing, knocks on the door, and then they open the door, put the in the carrying thing, and then go from there, I, I, I don't see... But this is my thing. It, away from the whole puppy thing and things like that, right? So I'm off work for literally minimum of three weeks. Mm. Um, and I'm not supposed to be going anywhere that isn't essential, right? Which means I'm going to be a lot of it housebound or garden bound, right? But something that I find relaxing is going for a bit of a drive. So just going, not specifically anywhere, just going for a little drive, listening to a podcast, listening to an audio book or anything like that. Probably do that right. as long as you're not getting out of your car, uh, anyway. Uh, yeah, but the thing is, I'm allowed to do that, right? Hmm, I think so. Right, good because, because if not, that's a bit of an issue. I think so. I think it's it's more when you're getting out of places and going into places and hmm. mixing with other people, isn't it? So, so what, what, what dog related movies have you been watching? Then, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, no, sorry, but it, it's like. It, it it has as mark knows it's really been playing on my mind it's like i've been checking pets at home like daily to see if they're open and shit and they've said emergency slash because just tangent sorry the issue is on a week friday april the third she's supposed to be getting her first set of uh vaccinations and her microchipping and the breeder can't release her until that's done um that's due at Pets at Home next Friday. And they've said they will remain open through the outbreak, um, dealing with they're essential... The food stuff and the vet side of it that they do, because Vets for Pets is um, Pets at Home. And they're keeping mm-hmm. the side of it open, aren't they, throughout? Because obviously that is an essential yeah. essential service. Yeah, so I mean, that... that... That, that's the thing they've said it's an essential service so they're keeping it open so and i think vaccinations for an eight week old puppy is a pretty essential service for that dog and for its owners which you know i.e my family so i i think that should be all right I but the train uh, the, the breeder hasn't got back to me yet but looking at whatsapp she hasn't seen the message um so and it's it's kind of it's stressing me out because <laughs> i sent that last night and she's not responded yet and it's almost like like as fucking pathetic as this sounds it's almost like back in the day before fucking tinder and all that shit when you met a girl and it's like how long do you leave it but like before texting to say you know but it's for a dog <laughs> two day rule but it's like but it's to pick up an actual bitch yeah yeah maybe got a lot a lot going on in the background though i would say you're all right about i would say you i would say you're all right to just maybe wait till four o'clock tomorrow yeah yeah i mean that hey did you get my last message just wondering what's going on i mean the thing is like bless her she's been showing me because the like the, the the breeder really nice couple like they don't do it professionally it's like 
the dog became pregnant and had babies and so they're like they're just wanting to give the baby the, the babies to good homes uh and we went over there last week and met them and like played with all the puppies and stuff and that, that was lovely and she's been sending me photos of kiki uh and like letting me know how it's all going and whatnot and so it's like like there there's been a good amount of contact back and forth and like like you say it has been a a particularly raw time and she sent me a photo of kiki yesterday morning so it's not like she's suddenly gone radio silent i'm not like we paid them a hundred pound deposit i'm not worried about that in the slightest i know they're good for it um but it's like it's the one thing that i've got to look forward to at the moment you know what i mean like it's yeah, yeah. I, i'm sure, it, it, I'm sure it's, a lo- it's something that that you were looking forward to, and it's like, no, don't fucking have this thing ruin this Take for it us. Away yeah, from me. yeah, yeah. yeah. It, 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 and I'm sure a lot of people are feeling like that at the moment. You know, it's um, and it, like as I was saying, kind of off mic before the start of the show, my work has been quite personally stressful of late. I'm not getting. You don't have to work and don't worry about it. I have to work with kind of increased amounts of work in my area because of area, other areas are being told they don't have to work. So it, it's like literally all my kind of like energy for getting through the day is A, the pod, like, well, A, my family, B, this podcast, C, Kiki at the moment. You know what I mean? So it's, uh, uh, anyway, dog films. We watched Babe. Um, so there are collie dogs all over the place in Babe. Oh, it's awesome, it? Is there? I've never seen Babe. You don't need to. I think Babe's lovely. And that'll do, pig, that'll do. Still melts my heart. Um, it's... I, 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 yeah, I, I think it's a lovely piece of work. Um, we also watched Beethoven. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I like Beethoven. I like Beethoven. Um, I've I like I haven't seen that film for like at least twenty years. Stanley Tucci and Oliver Platt are the comedic bumbling criminals in yeah, that film. Um, Deborah Manza as well. Sorry, in it Deborah Manza as well. Um. I know or David Duchovny's in it as and he's got a, he's got like a girlfriend in it. Um maybe that's her. Uh, assume I'm I think of a different movie. There was a few around this time. No, I'm thinking of something else. I'm thinking of a different one. Uh Beethoven's uh, Charles Grodin the Massive Saint Bernard. Yeah. I'm thinking of a different but I'm thinking of a different film that's got a bad person in it um but yeah no I, I i i really like beethoven it's 82 minutes long it gets in it gets out it's got a big dog being cute and destructive which is a great combination and uh yeah um it's it it, it, it it's it's done the job I, I, we bought um lottie the new animal crossing on switch which has been taking up twitter a storm as well she's not into that at all um but um she is fucking loving dog films 
and Dogs in Minecraft. What I would oh. say is Beethoven's second, so the sequel, uh, that's the one with uh, David Mazar in it, um, and Chris Penn are the bad guys in that. So that, that, that I remember that being a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. Also, you've got, what I would say, Ian, is find out if you're getting the dog, and if you are, then you can watch Homeward Bound. If you're not, or it's going to be delayed, don't watch Homeward Bound. The thing is, literally, I don't think I'm going to know until I am fucking driving to the breeders. Like, it, it's the appointment for the vaccinations is that day. Um, at, I think she said half 12. And she's basically said any time from about two or so, uh, come over. So I booked a half day off work next Friday. I'm going to go by myself because with all this like stuff going on at the moment, I, you know, it, it's like, I'll just do it myself. Um, I'm going to have a dog in a cage in the back of my car. I'm going to see how much it fucking tries to destroy the, 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 the cage in the 20 minute drive and then going to unleash it on the house and see how that goes. Nice. Um, <laughs> Yeah, we have wooden floors. It can pee and poo in the living room, no problem, until we've trained her. can clean it up and whatnot. But, yeah, it, it's going to be a fucking experience. And I, I can't wait. I, like, I can't wait. I want it to be now. <laughs> Bex, what have you been watching? Um, on my own, yeah. I have watched... Let's well, High School Musical, obviously, which is a classic of the genre. Um, it's quite exciting getting uh, the Disney Plus thing and just being able to kind of rewatch. I High School Musical is one of those ones that kind of holds a bit of a a place for me because I watched it initially when it, with with Isabel when she was younger, and obviously with Zephron going on to what he has kind of done it's it's kind of fun to watch earlier stuff that that he's done um i watched beetlejuice as well um because that recently landed on netflix beetlejuice is just it's just fucking fantastic it's a really really good film um i watched i am legend because i figured that I needed to just address this whole kind of apocalypse stuff head on. So I watched I Am Legend and it is as actually better than I remember it being, to be fair to it. Um, and I think that's all that I've watched on my own. Cool. So what do we watch together? We don't, well, I watched the Planet Forward stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think the only other movie that's not a main review that we're doing was Snowpiercer, wasn't it? We re rewatched Snowpiercer. Now, I was a little. I'd liked Snowpiercer, but I think I was. I'd maybe built it up too much when I first watched it. Because when we, we watched it, um, I think. I can't remember how we watched it. But it was. It, it, it took ages to come out over here. Yeah. It? So it had been built up and built up and built up. Yeah. And then I watched it and was like, oh. Um, yeah. Was that it? It was a bit of a. Anticlimactic, yeah. yeah. Um, but wanted to rewatch it to see if it if it's got like my opinion sort of changed or if it just 
if it hit me differently because of what I said. And it did, actually, yeah. It, it, it's, it's, it's not perfect by any stretch of the imagination. The, um, there's some there's some choice in it that I'm a little bit like, that feels like it's from a different movie. Um, so Tilda Swinton's character, for instance, feels like she belongs in a whole other movie. She she ruined it for me on first watch. I, it, just just having to sit through her hamming it up ruined the film for me. It, it, it's an odd choice of accent for the person that she's supposed to be. Yeah, and the thing is, she 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 kind of thinks of herself as this like whole big old character actress and stuff like that. If you have to wear prosthetics and fake teeth and do a voice, you're not a character actor. No, there's, there's an element of... You're a pantomimer. If you go back and you look back at Tilda Swinton um, pre-Oscar win, she's a brilliant character actor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you look at a post-Oscar win and she's a costume actor. Yeah, yeah. And it and it really, really, really bothered me when we first watched Snow Theatre. It, it ruined the film for me. And on rewatch... She doesn't last a huge amount into it, and she's not in it as much as I remember her being for ruining it, if that makes sense. So she's the the film itself. Like if you take her out of the equation, is very good. Yeah, I I, I really liked it. It's visually fantastic. The storyline is is great. I, I do find it mildly anticlimactic, not the, the 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 experience of watching it, but I think the, the I don't think it sticks to the, the landing at the end. Um, as such, there, um, I think Ed Harris is strangely restrained, which mm. is not something you often say about Ed Harris no. in something. No. But he goes a little bit too profit rather than madman. I'd like to have seen a little bit more. Madman, yeah, uh, the, 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 that yeah, uh, but Chris Evans is fantastic. Um, in John Hurt is is, is brilliant, uh, and just the, the whole concept and idea is very very good. Oh, that bit though, when when you find out that John Hurt is is also kind of a baddie, is is kind of heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah, the, the elements of that it, it's the whole it, everything influences everything. Yeah, there's a yeah. whole ecosystem to it. It is it, really quite, it's, it's quite. I, I quite like that. It, it certainly went up in my estimations there. And oh, absolutely, yeah. I, I'll, I'll, I'll give it a go in a couple of years' time, and I feel it'll go up again even more. And the thing is, uh, song is never not great in whatever he's in. No, no, he's always fantastic. Fucking right. Yeah. And, and more on this rewatch, it's his film. Yeah, no, I, 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 I can absolutely see that. It, I, that's, I think Chris Evans is a really good actor. Yeah. Um, and I think Jamie Bell is a fantastic actor. Yeah. But, yeah, you're right. He's, it, it, it seems like he's operating on a slightly different level. Yeah, yeah, it does. And, and the thing is, like, Chris Evans is, 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 is great. But I think maybe... I mean, I don't even know when Snowface was out. But he doesn't seem to bring the same kind of um, charisma and weight to that character as he does to like other characters that he's played so song overtakes him with the weight of his performance i think this was maybe because it was it, it was weirdly him doing he wasn't a big star at this point mm. and it was him doing something it, it was 
it was between Captain America movies. Yeah, yeah. So it was him kind of doing something that he wanted to do. You know, mm. he very much, if you actually ever listen to him do interviews and things like that, it, he he doesn't, he isn't interested in the movie star bits of everything. He wants to, he wants to give up acting a bit and, and direct right. um, going forward and just do little bits of acting. So it's quite interesting. Um, so, you know, there is that with him there. And I think you've got an element of that. Um, he, he, he picks interesting roles. He does, but I think his, his performance in this one is, is slightly more muted than it, it, it could have been. But I think part of that is... Like, if she was doing it now, but I, I, I don't think it would be the same performance. But I think part of that is character-based because he's... Mm. He, you know, they all now see him as being their leader. Mm. But he doesn't at all. Yeah. I think if you if he went all fucking John Connor on it, it would be <laughs> it, it would be too much. It would be yeah. him. If it, well, he clearly does see himself as, as, as the yeah, leader true, there. True. So I think that there's an element of and maybe that's just him being very good at the character that he's supposed to be playing. Mm. But then you've got some great visuals uh, within it. Um, <coughs> you know, plays around with a lot of different visual stylings for each. Well, that bit car. where they're having the shootout between the two train carts from the corner, and they just keep shooting at different bits of the window. That's a really well done bit cinematically. Oh yeah, yeah. There's all sort of bits. You know, it get it it, it it seems to tick off various different filmmakers that that you know seems to you know is a fan of. So you've yeah. got the. Gilliam thing, you know the fact that one of the characters is literally it's called, called Gilliam. Gilliam. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it's clearly the whole aesthetic is a, is a, is a homage to, to things like Twelve Monkeys and um, Time Bandit, um, uh, those era of Brazil, those era of, of, of Gilliam movies. The whole film is very Gilliam. Um, yeah. But then I think you've also got um, elements of um, the, the whole shootout thing. Mm. It is quite um, 70s spy thriller. Yeah. So you, you, you've got shades of things like French Connection and Parallax of You within one scene. Um, so it, it's really quite an interesting sort of little effect that, 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 that are thrown in there. Um, it is, yeah. It had, it had a lot more nuance to it than I remember it having. Yeah. Uh, it, it, I still think that, that you know, I still think Mother's probably my favourite of his movies. Um, I didn't get on with the host. You need to rewatch the host. The host's really good. I didn't get on with it at all. Um, <coughs> but then again, um, Murders and Murders is it, fantastic. Yes, it is. Yeah. Um, that's it, probably it, my favourite. He's really good. Yeah. I still think, yeah. So be that on Mother. Yeah, Memories of Murder is probably mine. Really good procedural drama, that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> we'll move on. government agency he answers to no one he is called in when time has run out to save your life he must eliminate every trace of your existence 
A body may be found, but it won't be yours. Because to protect your future, he will erase your past. iTunes 99p <laughs> rental of the week. Uh, hands up. Accidentally hit by. Uh, I bought it for 3 99 rather than rent it for 99p. So I'm now own a razor. Uh, rather than just, just rented the fucker. Uh, nice! <laughs> yeah. So, so this might end up becoming the iTunes 3 99 purchase of the week. <laughs> and it uh, looks like shit as well. It does look like uh, like an upscaled DVD copy. It looks <laughs> fucking horrible. Directed <laughs> um, by Chuck Russell uh, and written by a lot of people, including Frank Darabont and John Williams, <laughs> uh, which is mental. Um, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, James Kahn, James Coburn, uh, Vanessa Williams... Uh, Alex Schwarzenegger plays John Kruger. Of course, he plays someone called John because that's all of the characters he ever plays. Um, who is a US Marshal. Um, so Schwarzenegger is ticking off every single law enforcement he can uh, in a big book of law enforcement movie bingo that uh, Schwarzenegger has there. Um, and he specialises in um, looking after people in Witsec um, and ensuring that they... Uh, are safe occasionally making him the eraser um so he has to essentially take uh Melissa williams character in it set because she is going to be a whistleblower into an arms company that it seems like are committing high treason uh but then these people have people on the inside so he ends up battling his own bosses and oh it's, it's your fairly standard um kind of story of that ilk but with a 1996 Arnold Schwarzenegger in there um, <laughs> Ian had you seen a razor before? I had seen a razor before but I will say that I remembered it differently I watched a razor uh, after a shift at view in Cardiff on New Year's Eve so I didn't go out and I believe Donna did. So I came home at about 10 past midnight, 20 past midnight, fireworks off in the background and watched a razor and had a few drinks. So my memory of a razor was a little bit different because I was very disappointed that there was not a sequence where 
Arnold Schwarzenegger and a crocodile fell out of a plane in midair and had a fight, which I was convinced was in a razor. Uh, it's not. No. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger fought, like jumps out of a plane at one point, and there is a crocodile or an alligator at one point, but the two scenes don't combine. So I was very disappointed that Schwarzenegger did not have a fist fight with a large reptile in this film, as I remembered it. Um, it's fine. It's very standard issue Schwarzenegger. It's Schwarzenegger not making much effort. Um, I enjoy he caught a train. I don't enjoy his luggage. Uh, <coughs> Vanessa Williams barely there. James Khan kind of on autopilot. Um, the thing is, like the lead image of this in like the poster campaign and whatnot is Schwarzenegger with those big fuck off guns. Mm. And that's barely in this film. Um, I understand why they did that because he basically looks like a Terminator in the poster. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I don't know. It's, it's a film where you have to be told what wit sex stands for by Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> logging into a computer where wit and sec move over to That's witness right. security yeah. you know it's it's fucking incredible um yeah i mean it it's fine it, it really unremarkable and it feels like the start of schwarzenegger starting to just kind of like yes i will do whatever you want and i will tell you that it is the greatest film ever when i am being i am promoting it but man and robin is the greatest film of all time it, it literally, it, it, it is, it, it, it's, it's the, it's about midway through a downward curve. So he's had, um, you know, 91 Terminator 2 Judgment Day, which I would say around about that was when he was possibly, you know, the biggest movie star in the world, mm. you know, at, at that point. And then Last Action Hero didn't quite do as well. Then True Lies was a bit of a reprieve that pulled him back out there. And then there was Junior, which I remember literally was a fucking fart in a space suit of a movie. And then a razor and Jingle All the Way come out in the first in the same year. And Jeez. then Batman and Robin and everything just went downhill quickly from there. And this is coming from a man who who, who who loves Jingle All the Way as a genuine film. I think it is genuinely ahead of its time. I, I, I remember writing a piece for Eat Sleep Live film about Jingle All the Way in the past, and that film's fucking chilling. Yeah, it, it, it's magnificent. Um, Bex, what did you think to a razor? I like Razor. It's 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 a good fun action film. It's not a great, but it's it's definitely kind of a fun Saturday night watch. Yeah. That. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, like this. It's it's not doing an awful lot, is it? It's just it's just being a fun action film. I mean, it's. 
I think it was the start of where they tried to do too much. It, it was very early CGI. Yeah. So they tried to do a little bit too much with, with CGI. Um, I always like seeing James Caan turn up in stuff because I always think that he's it. He's a better actor than, than James Caan would suggest he is, if that makes sense. Um, but I often get grouped this movie uh, with things like uh, collateral damage, hmm. in that they're action movies, but they're not the big action movies yeah. or, or the 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 '90s slash '90s movies that he made that weren't franchise movies. Yeah. Um, and so it's not as good as Collateral Damage, but it's still fun seeing Arnie being Arnie uh, within it. Uh, so yeah, I, like I said, there's not that much really to say about it because it kind of tootles along at a weird kind of pace, yeah. and then you've got literally the most generic Italian American mob characters in any <laughs> film <laughs> whatsoever. So Fucking love them. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> them those guys. It's it's so amusing, and then James Cromwell in stock James Cromwell performance. <laughs> It's just it's it's just it's a fun movie and it's it it's never boring. It never kind of drags. And yeah, it it's good fun. It's not gonna change your life or alter your world view, but it's a really good film. Yeah. It, it, I, yeah, I I I'd easily enough fun with it. Yeah. Is what I will say yeah. there. Um I think I did put out a poll for it, I think, or I might not have. I don't think I did actually. I didn't. I'm sorry, a huge whopping lie. Mm-hmm. No, I didn't. Uh, right, so we'll move on to our final movie. Oh, sorry, sorry, I, 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 I'm definitely not shit. Definitely not shit. Yeah, definitely not shit. Uh, so The Platform is a Netflix movie. It's Spanish. It's directed by a man with a Spanish name, which is... Galda Gazetu Aritu. Aritia? Galda Gaztalu Aritia, I would say. I'll, that, that's what I said. If we're like doing phonetics, which yep. clearly are not, we're just looking at consonants and. Ooh, I, I need glasses wipes. My glasses are mucking. <laughs> <In it. laughs> First on, world problems. They're on my list of First things. world lockdown problems. Yeah, they're on my list of essentials. <laughs> to point out, Becky mocked me the other day because I went out to buy some. Essentials, not panic buy. It wasn't panic buy at that point, was it? It was just essentials that we needed. And what did I come home with? I mean, you were panicking a little bit. I was panicking the other day, but when I went out last Sunday, yeah, and I bought the few bits, and then what did I buy? And you said you mocked me about it. Shit, I can't remember. Oh, thanks. What was it? What did I mock you about? Oh, fucking glow whites. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else is like, oh my god, we need bread and milk and flour. You're like, oh, I need some glow whites. I need some glow whites. I need some oxy action whites because like, my whites need to look crisp, Becky. Yeah. I'm okay if only I am seeing them. Do you know what? The thing is, at least you're not taking those out of other people's hands that are panic buying because no one else is panic buying fucking glow whites. Well, this guy is. <laughs> no. My whites are still going to look toasty and fresh. They're <laughs> going to look tight. Yeah, tight. A white game is on point. So, uh, the platform, what's it about? <laughs> um, it's essentially a prison that is made up of people who have been selected or given the opportunity to go there 
Or, and remember guys, we are all spoilers all the time, uh, either go there or people who have elected to go there to gain some kind of, I don't want to say prize, but favourite with something. Yeah. Um. So that yeah, there's there's, there's that. Um. So um, Goreng, um, the lead character wakes up on platform number um forty eight. With. Uh, with. I'm, I'm excited to see how you say this. Shimgazi. Shimgazi. Oh, yeah. That's what's that? Yeah. Right. Um. Who who is an older man? Uh, who he's trying to get the knowledge of where he, of what's going on uh, because they know a little about it. So essentially, it's a square room that has a bed at either side of it and a rectangular hall in the middle. Uh, and there are all of these separate floors. Um, it is better the higher, the lower the number of floor you are on rather than the higher number of floor you are on. And at this point, there is an indeterminate amount of floors. Um, so he works upon floor number 48 and his cellmate tells him it's a good floor and he's like, well, why is it a good floor? And it turns out that the platform that moves down between these floors is um, has all the food on it and by the time it's number 48, there is still some food left and the lower floors, there is not food left. The higher floor, lower floor number, more food you get, etc. and going down. You are allowed one item. Um, and um, our guide through this has taken a book. Not off the platform, just to be clear. No, to clear, yeah. One item's taken One item's taken in with you, and he's taken a book, which is Don Quixote. Uh, other people take other things, which we'll get more into. Uh, if you take anything from the platform, food to keep for later, the room either gets too cold or too warm unless you throw it back down. Becky, what did you think to the platform? I really loved the platform. I really, really, really loved the platform. I thought it was a really good film. Um, I like, I, I commented to you about halfway through, I like the fact that this is just fucking dirty socialist propaganda pretending to be like a horror sci-fi movie, which is essentially what it is. And I, I, I like the um, exploration of the politics of different classes that are portrayed within the movie. Mm. Um, and even outside of that, it's it's actually a really interesting movie to watch, just even if you're not bollocks about politics as well. Yeah. Ian, what are your thoughts on the platform? Um, I, 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 I thought it was all right. Um, I thought it could have done with, tightening some things up i uh, the section where he is there with the woman who kind of interviewed him uh, i wonder if that was needed um i you know in, in the end of the day that the stuff with the the old guy kind of like basically filling it, him in on essentially what you need to do to survive there and then the stuff with the guy at the end where it's like right we're going to take some action i think you could have cut out 15 20 minutes there with the with the other occupant and uh you know not really missed anything um she's there as like the idealist though isn't she she's trying to kind of make people do the right thing whereas the the old guy and um god what's the back Back, uh, back, back, back. They're, they're, they're enforcing it upon people. She's trying to make people do it from like a 
she tried to appeal their social conscience. Do the right thing kind of point of view. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's that's important. But does, 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 does he not kind of sum that up a little bit, though? Like, his approach he do is... The, it, does he? But I think maybe you could have explored that a little bit better with him doing yeah. that. I, I think they literally had her in there to kill a dog. Oh, that poor dog. Yes. The minute she she sat there with a dog, I turned out you and went, that dog's getting fucking killed. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lovely little dog as well, to be fair. Um, God, I'm going to be such a fucking bore with dogs. I'm sorry. Um, (laughs) It's just I love her. I immediately love her. Um, And I want her to be in my house and to see her every day and to take her out to sniff things. Um, anyway, um, the lady out of the platform. I don't think that's appropriate. <laughs> um, no, my my beloved Kiki. Um, yeah, I I um no, I mean I I, I thought uh, I thought it was all right. I I, I thought it was it, it did have some interesting things to say. Um, I I just you know toward and and again towards the end when they're descending the platforms, that bit seems to go on for quite a while and i i get it because that's what the 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 guys are feeling but yeah i um i i i liked it i mean like spoiler warning it's definitely not shit but it didn't quite it didn't slap me in the face the way that i thought it was going to with that first 20 30 minutes or so yeah i I think i'm kind of in between the two of you a little bit um I liked it. I do think, like what Ian's saying there, I think for a 94-minute long movie, it's a little bit too long. Mm. Um, I think maybe we got it a, was a, only a re- 94 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, it did feel longer than 94 minutes, to be fair. I think you've got a tight 82-minute mm. movie here. Mm. Yeah, um, okay. So, yeah, that I, I, I like the whole... I like the idea of it. It's a very... It, it, it's a it's an interesting idea uh stylistically it's an interesting looking movie uh i didn't need to see that many shots of that old man eating uh people eating in a film anywhere is just it's nails down a chalkboard for me yeah it's it, it, honestly it just it goes right looking through me um all of the food looked appetizing even when it was nice um it, it was it got a bit so you'd be rejecting even floor one food. Is that what you're saying? I, I would be going. I don't want that cake. This just doesn't look great. I I, I would be. I was concerned the fact that there was no cutlery. <laughs> yeah, you were bothered like, about that. I, it, it, it's a thing that, that that constantly bothers me in movies. You know, like there's little things that bother people in mm. movies that are kind of insignificant, <laughs> but they're like they're movie law that is out there, mm. and it's like fuck off, no. And it is the rabid eating. When people haven't eaten for a while, just start grabbing like handfuls and eating. And it's such a director thing where you can see a director going, you haven't eaten, so you, you, you'll just grab it and you'll just be munching it. And it's like, that. And it's like no, you'd still have an element of civility uh, within yeah. that. You, you, you know, it, it just it, it irks me. And it, it is near my fucking chalkboard at me. But then there was really interesting bits within it. Uh, and the it dealt with exposition really quite well, which a lot of movies of this ilk don't. Whereas this, the exposition was interesting, yeah, because you wanted to to, to learn about it. Um, 
and the various bits there. It's it, we often say it's about, about horror movies and things like that. It's probably going to be one of the best movies you would see at Fright Fest. Yeah, yeah. Great way of putting it. Um, it, it I would say there, and I enjoyed it and I liked it, and it, 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 it it's definitely I, 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 again I'm gonna say definitely not shit on it. I don't think there's actually that much to say about it because literally it is. It is what it, it is. is what yeah. it is. It, it's. It, it, obviously, it takes a lot of cues from movies, you know, like I would say, um, The Cut the Wife of Thief and His Lover um, and Cube. It's literally, if you took those two movies and smashed them together. It's got a very political bend this, to it, though. Yeah, well, I think The Cut the Wife of Thief and His Lover has a very yeah, political yeah. bend into it. But I think that's what you'd have. You'd have this movement. Um, it, it, I, I, I think this is what you'd have. It's the brainchild of those, those mm. two movies smushed together. Um which I, I, I really I, I really dug. But then there's, there was a few bits where I was a bit like, I think it pushed its message too far sometimes. Like what? The whole shit travels down. Literally, shit travels down at one point. Yeah. You know, I don't need to see a woman defecating on a man's face. That's all uh, I need to see. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there's, yeah, it, it was, there was a little bit too much of, of, of that there and a little bit too much of an old man eating. A lot of gore as well, there? slicing people's fucking flesh off to eat it. Yeah. Um, we watched this around lunchtime today, didn't we? Yeah, we did watch it around <laughs> lunchtime today. Um, so yeah, but I, but yeah, I'm, I'm definitely not shit on the platform. I, it's very interesting, and in the pantheon of of horror movies that are straight to Netflix, it, it, it's pretty solid to be honest. Yeah, because I was I was a little bit after reading the synopsis, I was a bit like, why would you classify that? It, it is a horror movie. Oh, it's a horror movie, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, it's more horror than it is sci-fi. There's not that much sci-fi to no, it. No, there isn't. Movie, really, it, it, it's certainly a horror movie. Um, I will, so we're all definitely not shit. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, definitely shit, 67%. Touching Glob, 0%. Shit, 17%. And Geostorm, 16%. Mm, it's bad. Uh, <laughs> Thing. A couple of questions. Uh, so Gareth Clark uh, at Clark seventy three. Um, do you have any movies you keep putting off watching for one reason or another that, that you will now have time for? Uh, I hope everything is doing well. Thanks for keeping up with the show and stay safe. For, so thank you very much for that. Uh, and right back at yourself. Um, movies that you put off that you're now wanting to catch. I don't. I don't have any time. It honestly hasn't even been a fucking consideration. Um, not so much movies that I've been putting off, but I, it seems a bit timely. I've been wanting to rewatch The Stand for an awfully long time, the Stephen King uh, miniseries, yeah. And <laughs> given the subject matter of our lives right now and the time that I now have, I've been looking into getting a copy of that so and possibly might actually reread it as well but that's a fucking slog and I've got a lot to do um weirdly um there's quite a bit that, that I'm going to catch up on to be honest mm. um I'm going to finally rewatch um A Star Is Born because I think long term listeners will know that I have to be in certain moods to watch a lot of different movies and that mood will inevitably come up over the next three weeks. Um, yeah, and that will happen. So, for instance, weirdly, uh, um, 
I will only watch a Stanley Point in my brain. I will only watch it if I know I've got the next day off work so I can emotionally cope with it. <laughs> <laughs> Which sounds mental, but that's true. Um, like, for instance, I First Blood, I will never watch First Blood starting watching it before half past ten at night because that's just fucking stupid. Um, so, yeah, and it has to be watched on a Friday or a Saturday night. Uh, and so there's things like that. So, yeah, I, I'm going to watch that. Um, I'm looking forward to catching up on all the Gabby stuff that's on Netflix that I've not had a chance to actually watch as well. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to watching, and, and Disney Plus will help with this, um, just like fun afternoon or, 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 or uh, morning movies. So I'm looking forward to watching a movie with, with a, a, a bowl of rice and a fucking coffee and going, oh, yeah. Another stakeout, the sequel to stakeout. What are rice Rice Krispies. Oh. But they have Rice Krispies because they didn't have any of those left, so I got Rice Non branded yeah. Rice Krispies. Sainsbury's own. Yeah. Yeah. Rice Pops, I think they call them. Rice Pop Rice Pop um, So, yeah, so that, that, that's kind of what I'm, I, I, I'm looking forward to doing um, for, for that. Um, just to cope with the fact that I don't take well <laughs> to not being at work, do I? No, I'm actually quite glad that we've been put on lockdown, so I can I'm here to monitor your alone time. Yeah, yeah, literally, I was planning on going to work next week, but just not working, just going and doing some painting or some shit. shit yeah, because oh, I I don't, I don't cope well with not being at work. He's not good in his own company. Um, I I play through doom. I I I, I might that, that that is one of the thing I'm gonna do. I'm, I'm gonna play through. Um, I'm gonna look at playing Doom. I'm gonna look at playing Mad Max again. God of War. God of War. God yeah. of War. Resident Evil Three comes out really soon. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll get a lot of this done. Taylor did this week and next week. No access to that fucking PlayStation Four after Resident Evil Three comes out. Cool. Um, Just zero. Also, as well, based on this next question that we're getting, I, I envision a lot of Jean Claude Van Damme um, coming up <laughs> in our future. Um, Rick Kid at Rick J Kid. Uh, Rewatching Enter the Dragon as I type, what are your favourite martial arts movies? Kung Ooh, Pao Enter the Fist. Ian well, was trying to talk era. there, but you keep Sorry. pointing at me and saying, What is it? What did you say here? Kung Pao Enter the Fist. <laughs> it, you're thinking of Only the Brave or in the Strong. I really like that. Yeah, uh, with Mark Dacascus of um, Jonathan Wick 3. Yes, I also like Street Fighter. But I know that I shouldn't. Yeah, you shouldn't eat shit. Try rewatching it. Oh, The Raid. Fucking The Raid is one of my favourite fucking movies. A lot of fucking there. That was not a lie. Well, why did I forget about that? I Raid. don't know. Um, I mean, this is this is this is fucking my wheelhouse. This. Um, if I'm going like modern things like The Raid and and um, John Wick and things like that, would would be quite there. If we're going more fucking old school uh, or mid school, um, because. <laughs> There's a lot of like any dragon <laughs> things like that, yeah. Um, Fist of Fury. Um, there's an awful lot of great samurai uh, stuff out there that is just fucking crazy, fucking shit. That often I can't remember the name of it because often the names when I watched it they were on ripped copies uh, of VHSs, <laughs> uh, and you couldn't fucking see the names. There was one where a guy literally goes up and his arms and his legs keep on flying out, and then nice. somehow he walks out. Makes no sense, but it is what it is. Um, but yeah, um, Jean-Claude Van Damme things like uh, Airwall is a great one, is it where he plays a, a, a bare knuckle boxer, and it's actually a good movie, which yeah, a lot yeah. of the uh, Van Damme movies aren't good movies. I think that's actually on Amazon Prime uh, in the US. It's called Lionheart. Uh, 
double impact, nowhere to run. There's a great slow motion scene in the movie, the John Claude Van Damme movie, Nowhere to Run, where he's he's like camping out in the woods and he hears people coming. So he literally, from his sat down position, jumps onto a motorbike from his sat down position and it's in slow fucking mo. But it like repeats in my brain, I think I remember it repeats like three or four times him going, yeah! to jump up onto this motorbike. It's fucking great. Um, so yeah, those uh, best of the best is a fucking great movie. Um, best of the best two, not so much. It gets really violent. Best of the best two. It goes from being best of the best is about them going to a martial arts competition and how they all find themselves and they all learn to to, to get along. Then best of the best is just like a straight up fucking Tokyo action movie. It's brilliant. Um, yeah, hard boiled. We've got to put that in there. So, yeah, there's a lot that I will watch that I'm now thinking. I'm going to watch a lot of these on the next fucking week as well. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it does. I'm planning on being really productive. Yeah, I'm planning on being really productive. My fucking... What what you've been watching next week when Ian goes, what have you been watching, Mark? Well, it'll be, what haven't I watched, Ian? What fucking <laughs> haven't I watched? I didn't mean cinematically. I meant, like, in life. Yeah, not to I'll just I'll just have a little stress-induced muted mic breakdown while you're talking about that. So I'm really looking forward to it. Well, what what, what are we covering next week? Ian? So we're going to be talking about the Jesus Rolls, the uh, John Turturro starring, written and directed, kind of spin-off of the big lebowski yeah uh we're gonna be talking about troy yeah um i believe the netflix original uncorked which i talked about in trailer talk a few weeks back we'll uh we'll discuss that um and uh yeah short bus so yeah yeah let's see let's see if i'm still alive next week that'll be that'll be fun well, we, we we hope you are. Um, so yeah, so, so good, good watching uh, there. Um, so please check out uh, the bonus shows. There should be some content going up on there uh, this week of the bonus feeds of Pod Syndicate. We are podsyndicate.com. Check out our Patreons because me and Becky have got some time, so we're going to get the first episode of um, the Outright Adventures of Mark and Becky um, out there uh, at some point with the next week um we might even do another different show for that we you know, we need to do shit to keep ourselves occupied otherwise that's going to be crazy um so thank you very much for listening guys uh, everyone stay safe uh ian stay sane i think we should do <laughs> a, a youtube thing where you play the resident evil 3 demo i'm not gonna do that oh, oh, i would love it. to fucking watch that no you won't get bored it's not long enough I, I, literally I'll, I'll get bored becky during that time i tried to play Fortnite and i didn't get away from the, i didn't even get to play it i didn't get off the menu screen oh no but this is a good no, game no. this is a good game but why don't we all three do that yeah, yeah it's like, do the demo. yeah like becky plays the resident evil 3 demo has already played it ian plays the resident evil 3 demo is kind of interested but shit scared mark plays the resident evil 3 demo Will he even bother finishing the demo? <laughs> he fucking will. All right, I, yeah, I, I'm up for that. Yeah, so there's also going to be some gaming content. Uh, check out the uh, Pod Syndicate YouTube channel. Um, 
And also check out all the other syndicate shows. So What's on Tap, uh, Entertainment Landfill, his film, her movie, Tune Stroker versus Punter, and Beyond the Neon. There we go. So yeah, I've covered everything there. Also, uh, you've got Playing It Forward on the bonus shows, and you've also got um, Tales of the Tape Deck on the bonus shows as well. Uh, there'll be another tape, tape deck happening very, very soon. Super excited to watch you playing Resident Evil 3 demo, Ian. Not gonna lie. Um... I think you're gonna shit your pants. I'm really looking forward to it. <laughs> right, uh, that is our film. That is episode 340. Thank you very much, guys, for joining me. Uh, I'm going to speak to you next week. See y'all later. When are you gonna come down? When are you going to land? I should have stayed on the farm. I should have listened to my old man. Maybe you'll get a replacement There's plenty like me to be found Mongrels who ain't got a penny Sniffing for tidbits like you On the ground So goodbye, Yellow Brick Road Where the dogs of society hide can't plant me in your penthouse I'm going back to my plow Back to the howling Out in the woods Hunting the horny back toe Oh, I finally decided My future lies Beyond the yellow brick Road So what do you think you'll do then? But that'll shoot down your plane It'll take you a couple of vodka and tonics To set you on your feet again Too young to be saying. Not